Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident mass as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? I'm doing all right. My head hurts a bit, admittedly, but... Yeah, I had, a, I had a bit of a headache today, too. It's gone away, thankfully, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I just get migraines every now and then. It's not fun. That's the heat. I think it's more just the fact that my brain is just... Not for me, it's the heat. For it, you, it is probably the concussions. Yeah, the concussion history kind of sucks. But we're not here to talk about head injuries because no. sports don't care no. about head injuries. But something big happened. A couple big things ago. have happened. Well, a, few, a few big things have happened. But uh, we'll start with the good stuff that happened couple days ago um the ncaa i'll give them the benefit of the doubt here and say out of the generosity of their heart and not saying that they got strong-armed by various pieces of legislation uh, it was not it was not out of the kindness of their heart they got beat 9-0 in that, the supreme yeah. court yeah they look they <laughs> Twitter tends to lean pretty left, but they were making Kavanaugh look like a really good guy for this. So, yeah, that's all you need to say about the. Uh, yeah, he made Kavanaugh look like a fucking good guy. They made that's... they made Kavanaugh look like a saint. Yeah, that's how you know. But that's how you know that you are not for. on the right side of this. We've been saying we've been asking for it for three years. One of the bases of why we started this. One of the things we really wanted to see. Players are getting paid for their likeness. Man, was I know I, it was. It wasn't easy. I'm just really wondering who who gets harmed by allowing this. Nobody. That's why they, you know, it, it's more of a beneficiary. Yeah. That's why they didn't want. But man, we've been waiting for this one. Hopefully one day they'll get paid for their labor too. But I, I don't think that's gonna happen, but I think at least giving them the opportunity to do endorsements, even if it's just, you know, some marketing stuff with local businesses. Like I'm just thinking right now at my at the school where I graduated from, there there wasn't any like big businesses around there and it's a D three school, so you're not exactly pulling in like T V revenue. But there's plenty of local businesses around there. Like, you know, there's a few pizza places, there's, you know, grocery stores, shit like that. You could do endorsements like that, and I think I think that's a good start. I don't think it's going to be feasible, necessarily, for players to get paid by the schools. But, I mean, I'm all for it if it's possible. I'm not going to say... It's possible for D1 schools. Yeah. Definitely possible for D1, but, I mean, I think this is like a... NCAA wide thing, so like, it's not even just D one. Like, if you're a D three athlete, you could do an you could get an endorsement from, you know, any given local business or whatever. I think, 
obviously this benefits D1 athletes more than D3, but like. <laughs> it, it's a beneficiary thing for anyone who's involved in the NCAA, whether it's at Division Three, or Division Two, Division One. And I mean, it's just, it's a great thing. We've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for this for a long time. I wasn't ever sure I'd ever see the day, but it finally came. I think we knew it was going to happen eventually. Like I honestly did not. I don't know. I just, just thinking about it, it's like, I felt like this was kind of inevitable that it would happen eventually, but I guess I'm more surprised by the fact that it happened so soon. Yeah, I'm glad it happened sooner rather than later. Even then, it was too late. But shit. hey, let's reinstate Reggie Bush as high as one while we're at it. Facts. Reinstate it. Reinstate everybody who got busted for these rules, and especially Reggie Bush though, because he got shafted. Yeah, the worst of it. Big time. He got shafted big time. Give him his Heisman back. Give him all yeah, the awards any, back. Anyone, any penalty that was ever given for, uh, you know, endorsement-related shit, reimbursed. Even Johnny Manziel. He got busted for that shit, too. I, I don't think anything came of Johnny Manziel getting busted for it, though. No, right? he, I mean, he only got suspended for two quarters of a game, but... I, I thought that wasn't even for the... No, I thought he got suspended for... um doing, like, some stupid shit during a game the week before, so we got benched for a half. No, I'm pretty sure it was, it was autographs he got in trouble for, selling autographs. I mean, there's just a lot of people that got big penalties for that shit. That just, No, yeah, please. you're right. Yeah, it was, it was the first half of their season opener in 2013. Yeah. Which. Yeah. So, you know, Johnny Manziel, he should be allowed to play that half. Of, uh, yeah, and give him two more quarters football. of college. He, he would do it, too. You know, it, it would probably be fun to watch. Until you realize that Johnny Manziel hasn't played football in about. Actually, that's not true. He played the FCF for a bit. But um, fuck it. Bring Johnny back to Texas A&M. Good, good for college players, man. I'm very happy about that rule. Especially the 9-0 part. You know, it, it's amazing that, like, this is the issue. This country is so divided politically. Like, you know how badly you have to fuck up to get both sides of a political argument? Has there you? ever been a flat out nine zero? Or like, I'm sure there has. Or like, or like 100% a hundred percent ruling on something. Um. Yeah, there's been a there's been a few, like recently. A few recently. So like there was this one. Um. Yeah, there there was like. I'm trying to find like a specific one, but um, well, the article I'm reading right now says that 
and this was a few weeks ago, so, like, there's probably been more since then, but, um, about a month ago, there had been nine, wait, did I read that? No, I did not read that right. There's been, uh, there was six unanimous decisions within the last few weeks, so, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's not as rare as you think, but I think, yeah given the high-profile nature of why people hate the NCAA. Yeah, I don't really, like... I mean, I don't want to say those cases weren't high-profile, but they definitely weren't on the level of this. I mean, look, people weren't tweeting about the territory of Guam. They were not. In the month of June. They just simply were not. That was another unanimous court case, but... uh. No, people people know like what the NCAA is, and they know why it's a hot topic issue. So I think that's a really big. Uh, it's a really big part of it. Like if you're listening to this right now, you, I'd be very very surprised if you didn't know who the NCAA was. <laughs> it's impossible. Not I, to. I maybe if you're like that one listener that we occasionally get out in like Ireland or something like that, but I feel like. He, Shout out to shout out to the random international listeners, by the way. That's, shout out, shout out. I don't you know, know how you found us, but we're not going to talk rugby, man. Props to you guys. I mean, I'd love to talk rugby, but I, I'll be honest, I don't know nearly enough about the international scene. Man, should we just start talking about cricket one day? You know, that would have made for a hell of an April Fool's Day episode. We talked about cricket. We just, we talked about sports we knew nothing about. Episode. Rugby sure. segment, cricket segment, and uh, I don't know what else. I don't know, but um, yeah, fuck the NCAA. Great job, everybody else, on uh, pretty much strong arming them into submission because you know bullying mm. works. Actually, fuck Sports Illustrated, too. What did Sports Illustrated do? You didn't see their cover? No. You should look at their cover. Their most recent edition? Yeah. After the ruling. Oh. Oh, boy. Wait. (laughs) Um, I'm not finding it. It was a picture of the Miami team in their tunnel. Um, like a picture of all the back of the jerseys with the last name, and they all said uh, all the names were in mine and all the numbers were dollar signs. That's, that's fucking lame. That's really fucking lame. I, I don't know. Like I said earlier, I don't see how anyone actually loses in this case. The whole amateurism concept is, it's been ridiculous. It's stupid. It's its one thing if you don't want to pay the athletes directly, but having them earn money from, you know, local businesses just for using their likeness, it doesn't make sense. It, it's never made sense. And, you know, it's about time that someone did something about it and I'm glad that it finally happened. So it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
we got we got this far, so happy about that. But of course, we have to talk about something even worse. Yeah, I did mention earlier that there was some good and some bad. We covered the good. Here's the bad. Um, turns out Trevor Bauer might be a rapist. Oh, I think the evidence is pretty clear that, uh... The evidence is pretty clear, but I don't want to say anything, like, too definitive yet, in that... I... It doesn't look good for him, but, like... I think pretty clear that he, uh... He is guilty. Um, I know I've, you know, I've had my distaste for Trevor Bauer. Uh, and I've been very vocally uh, against him and his antics, but this—I mean, this is beyond that. This is yeah. This is this, this is, is a hell egregious. Of an antic. If if this is like a hundred percent real, this is a hell of an antic out of Bauer. Um, this is—it's not a good look. Obviously, it's really? not a good look for him. Really, it's not. Um. Dave Roberts saying that no, the MLB right. told let's, him let's, to let's keep discuss, him in. Let's oh. discuss that. Dave Roberts, first of all, if the MLB actually did say that, I would love to know because I would love to point my anger at the right person. Um, I'm not 100% sure if that was true or if Dave Roberts is, was just told to say that. I have a feeling Dave Roberts just pulled that out of his ass because the MLB literally the next day puts him on administrative leave. That, I mean, to be fair, that could have just been backlash response. Um, that doesn't mean the MLB didn't say that, because we you know, know I'm... MLB leadership has proven that they are rather spineless in that regard. So if public opinion really gets to them like I mean, that, Especially about things like this, because there's a lot of domestic abusers in the league right now. Like we you give know, NFL shit for it, but MLB kind of has the same problem. It's it's spoken about way less in the MLB. Like in Marcelo Zuna, I haven't. I mean, obviously he's you know they're still going through that right now with him. Um, really, the only one people still talk about is Chapman. Chap- Chapman and Herman on the Yankees. And honestly, I I'd say yeah, Chapman was bad, but I think Yerman was more egregious, but no one talks about Yerman. At least not nearly as much as Chapman. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot. But I mean, I haven't heard anyone talk about Addison Russell. Is is Addison Russell even still in the league? I don't know. I don't think so. Ozuna's not. Ozuna's no, on the team right now. Yeah, Russell. Russell's playing in the Mexican League, so I don't think he's coming back to the NBA anytime soon. Like, I don't know. There is no, obviously, I think it is a bigger issue in the NFL. But the fact that they don't talk about it at all in the MLB, I think there's something to like to be said about that. They're they're more sweeping under the rug. Um, that's bad. It's terrible. I don't know what's going to come of the Bauer situation. I obviously my opinion does not. Like my opinion if he's guilty or not. But I think he is guilty. Uh, and I think he should be charged. I 
I think I'm gonna be just bad about the shit like this. Um, if the MLB really did tell Dave Roberts to keep him slated, that is a whole other issue that needs to be opened up. As a whole other investigation that needs to be opened up. Um, and Dave, I mean, God, what was he thinking? I mean, he just went out there and he was like, "It's like, listen, man, we don't, we, we don't know nothing." MLB told us to start him. Like, what the fuck was that? That's like that's how you try to deflect something, but in reality, that really doesn't work. No, it does not. Especially when you're a grown-ass man. If you're a kid, that's one thing. Like, if you're a kid and you say, like, oh, so-and-so told me to do this, you can probably get away with that. But when you're a grown-ass man, deflecting blame like that to believe that employs you, that's that's bold. It's very (laughs) bold. I don't know, though. That's... I don't know why the MLB would tell him to keep Bauer in. I feel like if you were a professional sports league and you find out that one of your big-name players has just been accused of, quite frankly, nearly killing a woman while also raping her. Yeah. I feel like that's not something that you would say, all right, yeah, I know his name's all over the place right now, we're not going to suspend him or anything yet. And we're not even going to we're going to actually tell you, no, don't even bench your player. Don't even take him out of the rotation until we figure this out. You're going to keep him in and you're going to have him pitch on Sunday. It's ridiculous. Make it make it make sense. I don't know um say about that, but Let's let's just hope just serve this time, because it certainly doesn't enough. Yeah, I I just hope it gets figured out, one way or the other, because obviously if he did rape somebody, rapists are bad people. I don't know if that's a controversial stance in today's day and age, but raping someone is not a good thing. It's actually a very bad thing. One of the worst things you completely um, agree. I would absolutely agree. But I just hope justice is served. That's really all I can say. But I think he's absolutely guilty. I mean, yeah, and that's, you know, it does look very, it looks bad for him. It, it The evidence looks pretty damning. Obviously, there's a lot of details that we don't know yet, but I honestly don't see what could come from this case that could really make Bauer look like he's innocent in this situation. Or not even innocent, at least just like not guilty. I don't know if I don't know if there's going to be a court case associated with it, but this is Realistically, Bauer might not pitch again if this, if everything turns out the way it does, that it looks like it is, Bauer might be done in the MLB. Might be. No, he will absolutely be done in the MLB. 
yeah, if, if everything comes to light, he's he's done. He's got Which, bigger uh, problems than that. Well, I think we can probably move on to uh, NBA playoffs now, can't we? Really, all we got. I yeah. I mean, we don't have anything else to talk about. Let's talk about the series that ended first. Let's talk about the series that ended first. The Suns are going to the NBA Finals. Good for them. And Good I mean, for them. I'm happy for them. I am happy for them. Now, I'll be the first to admit that if we're going to call a playoff run the Mickey Mouse, uh, this one is certainly it. Um, I mean, they've uh, had injury help at almost every turn at this point. Um, I think they literally have at every point. No, not the Nuggets. They beat the, oh, they just they just beat the shit out of the Nuggets. Um, but they played the Lakers, who uh were up on them until AD went down, and now they beat the Kawhi-less Clippers, and it looks like they're about to beat a either worn down Trey Young or a Bucks team without Giannis. So, um, I'm pretty sure Giannis, if they win. The series, Giannis will be back for the finals. He could be. I mean, that, that injury. He's not going to be 100%, but yeah, he'll be we'll, back. We'll get to that. In- but, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, the Suns are going to the finals with a lot of help. Good for them. I mean, at this point, I do want them to win. I want CP3 to get a ring. He really deserves it, man. I mean, the legacy he already has. Imagine what a finals MVP and ring will do to it. I mean, he's already a first hall, first ballot Hall of Fame without those things. So, But, you know, it's it's like Larry Fitzgerald. It's one of those guys who's been around the game for a long time, never quite had that chance to win it all. But now he has a chance to win it all, so you kind of want to see Larry win. Fitzgerald did have a chance to win it all. He's been to a Super Bowl. Uh, he, he did his best to try and get the ring. He got he let did. down by some other factors. Fitz came about as close as you could get to winning a ring. Without winning, without yeah, winning. yeah, he came about thirty seconds away. Thirty seconds and one of the greatest catches of all time, and Larry Fitzgerald has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, very but uh, that's sports. Um, I would love to see the Suns win it all. This team—it's just a super fun team to watch. It's. It's I not a team not, you would think of as a superstar team just by looking at it, but all the pieces just kind of go together, you know, CP3 and Booker. Oh, just... I mean, fuck. If you're paying attention, this is a super this is a super stacked team cuz CP3 obviously who he is. Uh Booker, one of the best young stars in the game. And you got Aiden, one of the best big young men in the game. So I think paying attention to this team makes sense. I would I would like to see them win it all. I would. So, I, that's what I want to see. So, I'd be cool with the Bucks winning it all as well. I mean, I don't really, I don't particularly mind if the Bucks or Hawks win it all. It's like if the Hawks win it all, it would be a really, it would be, be more weird. just like it's a really weird like 
I don't know. I'm just having a really hard time seeing this team, the Hawks, actually winning the chip and, like, it not just being really weird. Like, at least when the Lakers won, people were either really happy or really unhappy about that. If the Bucks win it all, people are going to be happy for Giannis. And, I mean, that that's going to be most of it, actually. We're just going to be happy for Giannis, but... I feel like if the Suns win it all, no one's going to be particularly upset except for Bucks fans or Hawks fans, whoever uh, loses in the finals, and then Lakers fans, Nuggets fans, and Clippers fans. I feel like I feel like people don't really hate the Suns like the like uh, other fan bases do. It's always just like you either love the Suns or you're indifferent about them. I'm the C- I'm more CP3 guy. I've always had I I always have been. And that's um, fine. That's a totally valid reason to see him want to win the chip. He should have won it with Houston, man. I'm honestly glad he didn't because I didn't like that Houston team, but I like the Suns team a lot. It's a very likable team. So, I mean. Best of luck to them. Uh, now we can talk about the Eastern Conference, which is uh, looking pretty grim at the moment. Yeah, so this is a very weird series. It's very back and forth, but I mean the series is cursed. <laughs> it's it's fucking cursed. It's a series that never should have happened. So obviously the the basketball god cursed it because of its existence. Well, let, let's start off with what happened. What was it, Tuesday night? I believe so. So Tuesday night, Bucks and Hawks are a fairly close game. Giannis goes down in, I think, was it the second, third quarter? I think it was in the second quarter. I don't remember. So second, we'll say second quarter for all intents and purposes. Giannis goes down. Hawks run away with the game, win by 22. That's not ideal for a Bucks team that revolves around Giannis. Yeah, but then... But then Thursday night comes around. Game five of the series. Series tied up at two. And they, the Bucks just completely shit on the Hawks. I mean, I know they only won by eleven, but that game, that game was not close. Well, admittedly, if the Bucks are relying on uh, Giannis as heavily as they are, you can only imagine uh, what the Hawks are doing. Trey Young, Trey Young is also in and out of the series. True, I totally forgot to mention how Trey Young got hurt. Um, Giannis is not probably not going to play in game six. Uh, but Trey, well, he's, already, he's already not playing game six. They've confirmed that he's out. Trey, though, uh, is questionable. He might play. Now, 
that doesn't make a big difference because Trey Young's mere presence on the court, I think, is enough for the Hawks to be a Giannis's Bucks. You would think so, but this series has been so like weird that and it's so cursed that like this series for- this series is very cursed. And there's no denying that. This is a this is a cursed series without any question. Um the basketball gods did not want this series to happen. So because it did, they are punishing us. Um because, I mean, we were, like, a couple minutes away. I mean, we were one good Philadelphia second half away from either of these teams not being here. We were, like, a KD. We were, like, a KD one shoe size smaller away from the Nets being here. And we were Doc Rivers not choking in any of his games away from the Sixers being here. So, God, that the fact that Katie wears his his shoes a size bigger too. The fact that that is what came back to bite him in the ass is just it's crazy. Like that is cursed. That is that is just cursed. I honestly think that franchise is cursed. The Nets. I think the Nets might be cursed. I think someone associated with the Nets did something terrible. Like you know. Saw it so many years ago. Maybe it was moving the team on New Jersey, man. Maybe. Maybe the basketball gods are punishing them for moving the team. I mean, but let's let's think about this. You do the bit because they were in Brooklyn by the time they did the big trade with the Celtics, right? Yeah. So you do that trade. You get up a few first rounders. Those first rounders both turn out to be superstar players, and the guys you get do nothing for you, really. I don't think any of them finished their career with the Nets. I, did I don't. KG did not. Who was the other guy? Like, oh. um, I'm trying to think. Who was the... That's Celtics trade, 2013. Uh, Jason Terry. <laughs> He might have finished his career with the Nets. I don't remember. Terry might have been the best player they got for them on that deal. Jason Terry did not finish his career with the Nets. He was actually out of Brooklyn the next season. So they traded their future for three guys that just... None of them finished their career there. I think Pierce ended up Finishing his career in Los Angeles with the Clippers. KG went back to Minnesota. And then Terry finished up his career with the Bucks After a stint with the Rockets, too. So he was just all over the place. Jason Terry, underrated role player, honestly. One of the better role players of our era. He had a pretty long career. I mean, he was drafted in 99, didn't retire until 2018. Like, That's a really long career. That's a hell of a career for a role player. Damn near 20 years of just solid ball. 
nonetheless, I do think Honestly, all, all three of these guys had very, very long careers that I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. I mean, KG Pierce. played in the league for 21 years. Yeah. Pierce was 19 years. Terry, 19 18. years. Yeah. Yeah, they all That's have long careers. Fantastic longevity. I mean, Pierce and KG were Hall of Famers, but they traded for Hall of Famers that were past their prime. <laughs> Not to mention that trade netted us Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So like, and it netted you how many how many championships? Look, man, how many how many Eastern Conference Finals were championships you got? How many times have you been to the finals? <sighs> anyway, hey, look, it, it's yeah. not their fault. It's not it's not either their fault that we haven't made a finals yet. Yeah, it's Brad Smith who just made president of basketball operations. Good Who's job. Who now? Brad Smith. Brad Smith. Brad yep, Smith. that's definitely the GM of the Boston Celtics. You're right. He may as well be his name. We may as well just pick a random guy in Boston named Brad Smith to be our GM. Let's be honest. But... And I'm not really he, in a mood to rant about Brad Stevens right now because at least he can't waste timeouts in the in the booth. No, his problem wasn't wasting timeouts. His problem was just not using them, which I guess would be wasting them. But he, I think wasting them would be more like using them too using often. Using them, using them often, and not getting any use out of them. He's just straight up not using them at all. It's true. But, that's that's kind of an issue. But he can't do it to us anymore. He can't. He, Brad Stevens cannot hurt you anymore. Well, he can. Oh, he very much can. He He's absolutely probably can. going he to. He can probably inflict some heavier damages, actually, let's be honest. Definitely more long-term damage. He can absolutely just ruin this team if he's not careful. Um, well, Marcus Smart is on the trading block right now, so. If they deal Marcus Smart, it seems like he has a decent market. He should. I'm he's already, probably he's already, one of the best defenders in the league. I've already said, maybe it's not the best decision to trade our best defensive player, but if the price is right for Smart, fuck it. The only untrade, truly untradeable player is Tatum. Brown's on the table? Brown is on the table for the right price, but it is a very steep price. But we've talked about this. I feel like we talk about this every <laughs> week. I wouldn't trade Brown for nothing, but right. I, I would be, it would be difficult to convince me to trade Brown, but it would be possible for me to trade him. I wouldn't be happy about doing it, but it's possible. So, we know who the Western Conference representative is. So, we get two more games at most. So, you make some of these. Who do you think is going to do it? Giannis, let's assume Giannis does not come back for six, and if they lose seven. Let's assume Trey Young plays so 16 and seven. We'll assume, well... I think if Trey Young is able to come back and he's healthy and everything like that, and if he's all set, 
I'm just not convinced by this Bucks team that they can get it done without Giannis against the healthy Hawks team. But at the same time, though, I feel like this Bucks team has a knack for just showing up at the weirdest times. So I could totally see them just showing up in Game 6 and winning it. But I am it, assuming that Trey Young is fully healthy, he's good to go, and Giannis can't come back. No, he's not fully say, healthy, but he's going to play. If, if Trey Young is able to play and he's like, you know, 75-80%, I'm going to say Hawks in 7. Now, here's the thing, and this has slipped your mind, apparently. It probably has. I don't uh, know what you're referring to. We're talking about an Atlanta sports team right now. That's true. Atlanta sports is cursed. Like, that's, you know. If we're talking about it's curses. In, it's in the Bible, actually. If you, you look in the Bible. It's in Leviticus. Says, it's in the book of Leviticus, you know. Atlanta sports can't be happy. Oh, yeah. It's impossible. Um, so, we got to consider the Atlanta sports text. That being said, I think you do make some. Uh, obviously, I'm doing true, but I think your point, one of the points you made, doesn't ring true to me. Uh, the Bucks just randomly become great out of nowhere in random moments. The most odd of moments, Middleton remembers how to play basketball. And he like, really just does. Brooke Lopez. Just like goes back to like 2008, just out of fucking nowhere. So that happened in game five. Brooke Lopez played amazing. Middleton really shouldered the weight. Um, and I could see him doing it again. Even with Trey Young playing, I think they can do it. I think they can pull a miracle and get to the finals without Giannis. I'm going to say the Bucks. Win in seven. So we are in agreement that the Hawks win. I Saturday. think they do win Game Six with Trey Young back. Um, at home, Trey Young back. He doesn't want to lose a series at home. But I think they take it back to Milwaukee, and uh, they they get the job done. All right. Well, we'll uh, obviously this episode is going up Saturday afternoon, so we're not going to know what happened until after this episode goes live. I don't know where I was taking that actually, but uh, NBA Finals <laughs> going to start probably. It, it, they'll start next week at some point, so we'll talk about that. We'll probably have a game or two to recap on. But um, I think that covers just about everything we wanted to talk about. Do we have anything else? Well, how about finals predictions for each team? So if the Bucks make the finals, what are you thinking? Um, assuming that Giannis comes is back. able to come back and play, I'll say Bucks in seven. I think you're crazy. Really, you think so? I mean, 
I, as as much as I like Giannis and this Bucks team, and I like their ability to come through in clutch moments, I I just don't see them being able to keep up with the high power of the Phoenix offense. Um, I just see Chris Paul cutting through them like butter. And I think the Suns take the series in six. I mean, I would love to see the Suns just absolutely dominate this series. Um, I guess it really depends on how well Giannis can come back. We need, I, we don't really know the severity of there the is, injury yet. I think there's going to be, if Giannis, assume Giannis comes back from the finals and he's, you know, like 80, 80%, 85%, I think we get a game of two, a game or two where Giannis just goes bonkers and there's nothing anyone can do. But I don't think they're going to get that in enough times where they can just beat the well-oiled machine that is the Suns. You know, maybe you're totally right. Maybe you're totally right that just the Suns will just dominate whoever they play and because they're such a well-oiled machine... They just straight up win it all. I mean, I, we can be we're in agreement then at least that if the Hawks make the finals, Suns in six, five. I would say five. I don't hate that. I'm totally I I'm totally fine with agreeing with that. The Bucks, it it this really comes down to if Giannis comes back and he comes back to form properly, which you know, it's Giannis. We, the man is just simply built different. He's, he's not built like the average human being, which I don't think that's a very controversial thing to say. Giannis can drag this. He can, he can drag this to a couple of months. Maybe that's all he needs to do. If he can just drag him to a couple wins and then, Sporting cast can uh, pick up some of the slack when he's hurt. That might be all he needs. But I don't know. I, it, I, in my opinion, it really does come down to Giannis. If he can come back to form, if he can be Giannis that we know, that's that's borderline impossible to stop. Yeah, he's... He's got to get a ring one day, man. Just don't think it's now. All right. I think that's going to do it now. Well, we do got a little bit of time. How about these rain delay? about the what these rain delays um well frankly it's been almost 100 here in rhode island for the past week so i am actually loving the rainy weather lately because i like warm weather i don't like hot weather so having a rain shower every now and then and if it means the red Sox get rain delayed a little bit every now and then i'm totally fine with that the yankees on the other hand you guys have been getting hammered by the rain. I've been getting swamped pretty bad. And uh, that's that's really not ideal to have to play double headers down the line. 
You can't win one game anyway, so... Well, you're playing the Mets, so I, I hope you can at least take one. The Mets are in a bad oh, Actually, you're not, you're not playing. You're not doing. This is only a two-game set against the Mets. No, I think it's going to be a doubleheader on Sunday now. No, no, I'm looking at it right now. Game one's uh, Saturday. Game two's Sunday. Which I guess that makes sense because... No, it's a doubleheader the... Sunday, brother. I'm looking right now. Unless... Oh, hold on. They changed it today. Yep, they did change. They didn't update it on the schedule, but yeah. So you guys do have a doubleheader, actually. I'm stupid. July fourth doubleheader. Maybe this means we get, get colder. Can you ground. get more American than that? We might get before the July. Ground. You might get cold to ground. Um, what was the matchup? Uh, well, actually, I guess it doesn't matter what tonight was supposed to be. Tonight it was supposed to be like. <laughs> Monk. I think it was. Italian Walker or like Montgomery? No, not Montgomery. Well, um, ESPN says it's going to be Strowman versus Cole right now, which is supposed to be, but because that's what it's supposed to be, but it might change. But the Mets got rain delays too last couple days, so yeah, who knows? I mean, that that's the issue with rain delays. You know, it'll just screw up everything. It screws up patient. But let's not talk about the weather. I mean, why we can wrap? All right. That will do it for episode number 151 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at ENM Cusick. That is spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter. It's Beerizz, I T S B R I Z Z. Thank you for listening and have a great day.